Hi, I'm Johnny Pollard and welcome to the One Giant Mind podcast, where we cultivate greater insight and artfulness to our ever-evolving humanity. I talk with everyday people dealing with everyday challenges using timeless wisdom and knowledge through the lens of a regular meditation practice. In this podcast, we explore the nuances of the ever-increasing demand to change and how we can meet our condition and transmute it so that we can reveal ever more deeply our true nature. Hi, Johnny. Hi. <laughs> um, so my question revolves around having children and wondering as we come here to earth with the purpose of creating and expressing and our biological um, innate natures to procreate if some of us don't feel like they want to bring children into this earth, uh, into this world or onto this earth and maybe they have other tasks to do in this lifetime mm -hmm. but also <laughs> but also isn't parenthood the most um, spiritual evolution you can experience in terms of love and unconditional love so what's the question <laughs> true what's the question yeah because i could riff um, on so much of what you just said there but mm. maybe give me a very specific question and then we'll go from there what's the vedic viewpoint on having children bringing children to the earth it's a uh, a great honor it's a blessing to be able to facilitate the incarnation of a soul and be a custodian of their soul, of that soul until they're of an age where they can be truly sovereign in their capacity to operate in the world. And it's an opportunity to discover more deeply the meaning of life because having children, having had two children, I can verify that it definitely reveals at a much greater level, uh, at least for me, meaning of our human experience and human existence, having little children, little humans to care for. It is a, a, a beautiful uh, evolutionary opportunity. Now, having said that, and I'm, I'm, I'm guessing from the way in which you frame this question, I'm sensing that you're wanting to understand the implications of choosing not to have children. Hmm. Is that right? Or perhaps why I might not want children. Right. Yeah. So underlying all of the, our biological impulses are spiritual impulses that are generated by our karma. And it just may be the case that you or and it has been the case for many, that it hasn't been their karma to have children. Some lifetimes afford us that and some lifetimes don't. Um, the potentiality is always there because of the nature of our biology, but the opportunity is not always there because of the reality of our karma. And sometimes it's the case that children are just not on the cards. And then there, it's the case that children are absolutely on the cards and you may not necessarily be 
overly enthusiastic about that. And I actually know quite a few people that fit that bill <laughs> that are like, no, I'm not going to have kids. And next thing you know, they've got kids. Three, I, I fell into that category. Although I wasn't not open to having children, it just didn't seem likely given what I was doing at the time and you know how I was living. It seemed more unlikely than likely. And what do you know? I have two beautiful children that are at the center of my life. And I feel, you know, so grateful that life happened in that way because it's been such an extraordinary experience and still is. Um, And then, you know, there are those that don't feel compelled. And I can relate to that as well because I was there for a time. I was very content with the notion that I wasn't going to have any children. I wasn't going to be a father. I was totally fine with it. So I understand that. It kind of is what it is. You know, you, you are either going to have children or you're not. And it's, it's either on the cards or it's not. And it's, it's, it's amazing how people that are just so adamant, no, <laughs> and then they have children. And then people that are really, really trying hard to have them. And I know a number of people that have gone to great measures to, to try and make it happen and they haven't been able to. And it's just, it's like, wow, nature is just not supporting that. And we can only put that down to karma. It's just the way things are flowing and ebbing and flowing. Um, yeah. So it's, it's a great blessing. And it is also, um, in the absence of being able to have it, it is also a great blessing if that's what's happening. It means that nature's just wanting you to have time more specifically to you in that way. Yeah. Yeah, I guess for those of us who are um, wondering about that, the question was around are we mm, maybe not evolving in this lifetime as much as we could if we choose not to have children because that relationship brings you again relating to other and in that way of parenthood yeah we can it's it's non-prescriptive it's not really my place to say because you know anyone who makes any absolute statements about any of this is just ignoring the complexity of of life and the variabilities that may afford somebody an evolutionary experience and to absolutely say that having children is absolutely better and more evolutionary than some other experience is, is a, a misrepresentation of reality. There's, no one can say that absolutely. If you feel that it's not right for you, it's not appropriate for you, then you can only live by that truth. All we can go by is our final level of feeling about what's right for us and what's not. And that's it. And no one, no one has the right to, to make judgment or comment on that in any absolute way that might make you feel like you're sort of anti-evolutionary <laughs> in some way. Yeah. It's, it's up to each of us as individuals to make these decisions. And I don't believe there's any absolute right or wrong. 
It's just what you feel. Yeah. And if you've got the, the freedom to make that choice, where you make the choice, and then that's what happens, then I would say that, you know, you're in a, a an already a very evolved state. You know, you're making, you're needing to, to put your attention elsewhere for whatever reason. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So I would you know, want to reassure you that whatever it is that you're feeling, it's, it's appropriate because it's what you feel. Mm. And it's as simple as that. Yeah. And what about the notion um, as a follow-up to that um, for people who are saying, I'm not having children because I'm trying to lessen the burden on the earth um, or, yeah, there's enough of us or, you know, any kind of these statements? I don't think the quantity of humans on the planet is the problem. It's the quality of consciousness of the humans that inhabit the planet. Yeah. The, the, the world would be absolutely fine with the amount of people that are on the planet if everyone was conscious and aware was deeply indoctrinated into love and sacredness and deep reverence for life and um, was able to fortify themselves from the propaganda that's generated that's used as a, a tool of manipulation when people are afraid if, if people were able to you know, if humanity was able to deal with their fear more effectively, I think we could probably stand to have quite a few more billion. Um, because it's fear that makes all causes us to make all the poor decisions about what's best for us as a species. And you know, any any damage to the planet or unsustainability. That we, that we may be experiencing is as a result of poor decision-making, which is generally um, out of greed and competitiveness, which is finds its roots in fear, Disconnect, disconnection from the truth of who we are. When we're established in the truth of who we are, included in that awareness is the responsibility to our belonging to the whole thing, our responsibility to care for the whole thing, including all humans. And because there is a lack of that, we have a, a surplus of greed and competitiveness that causes us to make poor decisions, which finds us in this situation that we're in. So, you know, I hear that argument and I go, well, you know, don't not have children if you feel compelled to have them. Just make sure that when you have them, you are absolutely 100% committed to the role of parenting them. Because, hmm. you know, when you break it down, at the core of the world's problems is poor parenting. Yeah. And that's a, that's a legacy issue. That's something that has been inherited through de generations. And it's a very difficult cycle to break, poor parenting. Ignorance of the, the spirit, the soul of the, the human beings that we, we bring into this world and the need of the soul to flourish in a specific way and using our resources and efforts and time and energy 
to create environments where the soul can flourish. I mean, we live in a pretty special place here in the um, the Byron Shire, you know, where one would argue that it's probably one of the most conducive environments to someone growing up understanding who they are. Um, but this is a bubble <laughs> where we are. Yeah, but if someone feels compelled to have children, but feels they have to sacrifice that urge because they feel like they're contributing to a problem by bringing more people onto the planet, uh, I, I think that's a misnomer. I don't, we need more souls with parents who are awake, teaching them how to be themselves, be empowered, a heart full of love, we need more souls like that growing up in the world because that's how things change. Human problems need human solutions. Human solutions is human consciousness. The way that we ensure a human grows up whole, feeling whole and complete, is by nurturing them wholly and completely. And, you know, we as adults have to go back and do the work that, you know, our parents may not have been able to do because of the legacy of ignorance that they inherited. So we have, you know, we're doubling down. We have to do our own work and then the work for our children. Hopefully in the next couple of generations, we'll have ironed out some pretty big kinks and, you know, there'll be, you know, a blanket of humans in a generation that are just going to do such extraordinary things to create sustainable change in our planet. It's the idea. Mm. Yeah. Is it then perhaps um, the responsibility of conscious people to, yeah, contribute to that new generation? To have babies, way? yeah. Oh. I mean, us humans are really good at justifying anything one way <laughs> or another, right? We can, we can justify anything for or against, can find a good argument for or against anything. There is so much joy and love, as you said, a love that is so profound in being a parent and it really is elevating that's been the case for me it just enforces that i bring the very best of myself to the table every single moment of the day and as a result it feels like it does hold me accountable to my highest self and and my experience is better for it my life is better for it and therefore my friendships and other relationships are better for it so, you know, that's an argument for it. But at the same time, I don't, I'm not in the business of trying to convince anybody that doesn't want to have children to have children, you know. So it's a fine line there, you know, expressing a preference based on personal experience, but also allowing people to make their choices according to their own sensibility. Looking at um, the ways in which people come together now, living in communities, you don't necessarily have to... Be, have to have your own children to still contribute to um, yeah, being an auntie or yeah, contribute to children experiencing a beautiful, nourishing childhood because you can be that for other people's children. That's such so. an important point you make. Hmm. As a parent, we, we rely on some of our closest friends to, to be there in moments to support us and... Um, and we see it as such a nourishing experience for them to, for our kids to be around other adults that really love and care for them and to have an experience of 
someone other than us mm. and you can see how it's nourishing for them how it's bringing out different dimensions of their personality it's helping them grow which takes us back to our you know tribal days where that's the way it was you know the way that we bring kids up in isolation of a community is you know it's very tough and i think it's depriving our kids of something very important so community plays a massive role and if you know you're somebody that doesn't want to have children then you know find some of your friends that do have kids and make your 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 presence in their life really meaningful yeah it's a really important point. Yeah, would the experience of becoming a parent crack your heart open in a way that wouldn't be accessible or maybe excel in an accelerated way than not having children? For sure. Hmm. Yeah. There's no doubt about it that the experience of having a baby, it, it pulled everything together for me in a way that I just didn't imagine was going to happen. Yeah. It was a cohesiveness of my perspective of reality, our human existence. I was like, oh. And now I feel very whole in myself as a dad and a husband. And, I, yeah, I get the opportunity to be expressive of that wholeness, which is, you know, love like it's a just a pure love that's very elevating yeah i highly recommend it <laughs> <laughs> highly recommend it mm. yeah Thank you for taking some time to listen to the One Giant Mind podcast, and I hope you're getting a lot out of it. If you're somebody that hasn't yet got a regular meditation practice, One Giant Mind offers a couple of ways in which you can make that happen right now. You can go to onegiantmind.com and have a look at our teacher directory. We've got hundreds of teachers around the world teaching the One Giant Mind being technique, both in person and online. And if for whatever reason you're unable to get to one of those courses, you could download our free learn to meditate app it's called one giant mind it's got a 12-step course that'll get you started and if you're already a regular meditator and feel deeply called to bring this beautiful practice into the world we strongly encourage you to check out our one giant mind teacher training academy we train passionate meditators to become powerful leaders in their community equipped with tools to empower others to know themselves very intimately we teach a powerful process of how to run a meditation course and facilitate the building and growing of a community and we would love to welcome you into our global family of teachers a special thanks to our show producer daniel tucker aka spiritual tradie our music composer the one and only ali liberman and all of the one giant mind team